This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Party is desperately battling Kanehurst, knowing only one group can survive. Atticus ripped the corrupted Inquisitor's jaw off, Valentine protected Morgan and rained bolts upon the beast, Eli was hurled into a hybrid mob, and Morgan nearly put a bullet into Kanehurst's head. What will happen now that she's seen her favorite captain is corrupted by Xenos? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. Deleted audio log. Yeah, we found her and, I mean, a few others. They didn't, well, the other ones were in bad shape, but uh, she stowed aboard our ship. Uh, we... Did honestly, we didn't even know she was here for a while. Um, but uh, you know, once we found her, she she fit right in. She was a little skittish uh, at, at first, as you know, a lot of uh, stowaways are. But um, she didn't mean anyone any harm. And uh, honestly, she was an apt pupil. She learned how to shoot. She learned how to. She already knew how to hide. But she she picked things up rather quickly. Uh, honestly, Inquisitor, I, I think she'll be a huge asset to your. Uh, Sorry, do you, do you call them retinues? Uh, sorry, this is all uh, honestly kind of surreal for me. Well, you know, uh, I like to think of them more as family, family and friends. Well, cheers to family. Audio recording picks up the sound of two sips, of a goblet falling, and of a body hitting the floor. Morgan, tell me about your captain. You and I talked about this a bit off air, uh, but uh, you had one place you, you felt was home briefly. Um, who uh, Who was the captain? What was her deal? Yeah, yeah. So Morgan stowed away on a smuggling ship that happened to be passing by the planet Karu, <laughs> and she scurried away on there and then eventually joined up with the 
the smuggler team, which is how she learned to shoot gun and where she got her bird. But the captain was Captain Rawls Varn. So that Morgan posthumously took her name after they all got murdered by Canehurst. So thanks, Morgan. Ooh, Morgan Which thinks is why she hated him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good news is he didn't exactly kill them. Uh, the bad news is he didn't exactly kill them. Uh, because of this one thing Kanehurst knows, it's that you don't waste good biomass, uh, which is why you can see the uh, the stretched face of uh, Rawls Varn um, staggering out of the shadows behind you. Um, there seems to be pained recognition on her features uh, due to this, this momentary blip of um, kind of like radio interference uh, Atticus caused. Uh, which is still, I should say, like being felt throughout the room. Like, uh, Kanehurst is like coughing up blood down the front of his, uh, I think, but also just like looking down again in like someone spilled coffee on my shirt uh, kind of way um, as the, the body continues to kind of contort. Um, but uh, yeah, um, you you recognize uh, what's left of Rawls uh, uh, kind of staggering out, out of the shadows. Um, that said, uh, the stagger is appropriate because you can see that whatever is left of her mind in this this brief moment is uh, holding the body at bay. Um, that said, you do have Kanehurst ahead of you, um, but she seems to be the first of the the hybrids to be kind of stumbling up behind you. Uh, unfortunately, this comes at the end of your turn, so just know that your captain's got your back. Quick question, Tom. Uh, when you up. say staggering towards Morgan, how far away is Captain Tyranid? Captain Tyranid <laughs> is... Wait, are we talking... Sorry, when you say Captain Tyranid, this, do you mean... This Tyranid that was the captain that, yes, like, yeah, 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 that yeah. said her name. Um, yeah. I would say at this point, two bands uh, away. Okay. These are these are the, the nids that got the drop on Korra in the, on the bridge. So they're starting to come out of the bridge, but also because Atticus just disrupted all the control, it's not like a swarm is spilling out. It's more, um, you can almost think of that portion of them uh, in more of a zombie way, where it's like they're less aware of their surroundings. They're trying to kind of get their bearings. They're also not in the room with you. So she just happens to be the first one that's made her way out. There are more that will follow, but you don't have a tide of Tyranids rushing at you. Um, just yet. Also, like a bunch of them are chasing Korra down into the the like deck below. So you know you still have a few moments. It's not like you're about to be overwhelmed. Great. Yeah. Um, which brings us to uh, the mob. Um, so the mob isn't affected by the disruption because they've already been dropped. Um, but I will roll to see if they go after you find folks or after the confused minion folk. Or maybe Kanehurst. Who knows? That guy's around too. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's included in that. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point. He big. Uh, one advantage. Um, so in the in the confusion, <laughs> they, they start to like turn on their fellows and you hear, just hear like occasional human shouts with like, ah, um, and last gunfire um, as uh, the, the non-mind controlled momentarily people just act on instinct Honestly, leaning on that despair manual uh, and just like opening fire. So there's a bit of a stalemate uh, amongst the amongst the crowd, um, and they will pass one setback to the next 
person in line because they have very little to spend on and they can't really control it. Uh, unfortunately, that person is you, uh, Valentine. So you hear Nids beginning to scrape and scrabble uh, around in the bridge behind you. Um, you can hear uh, Kotov. Um, oh, you guys are connected over... Um, oh, yeah, we've disrupted. all got bike road yeah it was being disrupted by the thing yeah so you can kind of hear him muttering like from his hiding place like getting close they are getting closer um (laughs) as he like pokes his gun over a box (laughs) like hidden in a corner (laughs) um but uh ahead of you is uh is kanehurst who is again um obviously starting to lose control a little bit it is is starting to look rough uh from (laughs) the repeated punching uh that he's he's taken um you felt, um, I think you'd probably be savvy enough now to, to note when Morgan drifts into Toby vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're aware that she's trying to like get that going, which does suggest that Marnie's song is closer than further, which is good. Because uh, the ship continues to rumble and spark as uh, a string of lights explode on the upper, um, uh, upper balcony from overloading. Uh, what do you do? Valentine is going to keep blasting. Uh, and he's going to look over <laughs> his shoulder to Morgan and just say, focus on the big one. I'll provide a rear guard. Uh, and he is going to, again, uh, spend more strain to double aim and then pump uh, some more bolt rounds into Kanehurst. Uh, and what he's going to do is he will hold his movement. So what he's going to stay beside Morgan where he is, but he's just ready if Kanehurst gets past Atticus to step forward to intervene. Or if we get rushed from behind to step around to Morgan cool. and just kind of like intercept that. whoever is coming at yeah, Morgan. Yeah, yeah, dig it. Uh, I should also point out, it's a damn good thing you're not winded. Like, oh. if this is Atticus <laughs> or Kanehurst, nah, it's not happening. But Valentine, he's, got he's lucky. hail. Okay, so he has got his regular... So we said the difficulty was two red and one purple from last time, which I know. Yes. I get two boost because I aimed twice. Yep, you get oh, one setback from uh, the pass forward from the yep. mob. One setback from the pass forward from the mob. Uh, I am going to use a story point because he is Inquisitor Valentine and he is not here to fuck around. <laughs> I'm going to spend one because you're Inquisitor Valentine and you're not here to fuck around. <laughs> this all this all works for me. Um, cool. And then uh, I would. Add a setback for the acid that continues to burn you. However, uh, as we've established, your imperial conditioning acid, come on. The powers of sociopathy and robotic eyes. You can melt the flesh around them, but what do you think it felt like when they went in? That was a Wednesday for <laughs> Valentine. <laughs> Scarlet Progeny was not wasting anesthetics on children. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> And now we're all remembering what the Imperium's really like again. Also, it's hard to get Tylenol for kids in Canada right now, too. So it's fine. We're all living our Aquila life, you know? All right. Go for it. Ooh, man. That is shockingly good for what the roll was. Because I had a... It was three yellow, three red, (laughs) one black, two blue. It was right there. Yeah. Two success, one threat, one triumph. Hey. All right. Toasty. Uh okay, so let's as as per the usual, let's deal with our damage first, and then we'll Great. talk about uh, what you want to use that triumph for. I feel triumph like counts if as, there was a time, yeah, triumph counts <laughs> as one success. Correct. That's correct. Yep. Okay, so it is thirteen damage with pierce two. Okay. Cool. 
man, that's a dumb time for my pen to die in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted it all on uh, two, three boxes. <laughs> boxes. <laughs> I, uh, I wish that wasn't true. <laughs> we need a stamp. We need to make is. you a custom oh. stamp instead. And he won't know which stamp is accurate. We need him to have a system that's easy. We need something easier, something nicer. You just need a smarter GM. That's the fix. There's no amount of tooling. We we need to 3D print you a little box with two squares in it that fits 2D6 where you could just flip them around to the right number and only write it at the end of the session. Well, you know what we need in order to make that dream happen? 3D printer. <laughs> um, the right kind of fan to tweet at us. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> so there we go. Now, now I can see how much hurt you've caused. Um, can't hurt, not me. I can't see the hurt you've caused me. That, that's just inside. Um, cool. So yeah, fucking sound hit. Um, you uh, blast uh, another, and again, like I think as we've been describing, I'm not treating these as like a single shot. This is just like punching. Mm holes um but one finally gets past carapace and you just watch a a, a very satisfying squelch as a blast of like doom-sized giblets gets blown off the side of his uh massive torso um and the, you see the whole body kind of lurch forward um you know tongue waggling around uh saliva and blood flying everywhere oh, um and the eyes are now wide and like uh, almost uh almost more animalistic and again i cannot stress enough that this man looks like Tom Hanks. So just like <laughs> like Tom God. Hanks uh, surprised and like enraged in a way he rarely is. Uh, you know, like that Leonardo DiCaprio pulled one over on him, but he's a good agent. Like that level of like, ooh. <laughs> um, so he's really, uh, he's, he's, this this has gotten far too real for him. Uh, this was supposed to be a fun a fun flex, and now it's just a bad day at the gym. That's why Valentine is the man for this job, because as a sociopath, he will shoot Tom Hanks without a fucking <laughs> moment's hesitation. <laughs> just bang, bang, should have served the emperor. Uh, just Tom, send him for, on that road to perdition, you know? Yeah. For the, for the triumph, freeing up more of these monsters. Because I think for Valentine, the more he he's heard voices, and now he's heard gunshots out of these mobs, which means, oh... If he can free Imperial servants, Imperial servants, as he believes deep in his core, even if corrupted, will shoot an alien if they see one. So let's just turn them all into Imperial servants again. <laughs> Bold play, but I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so again, you following the wave of people kind of... Um, that were hit by that sort of disruption that Atticus caused. Um, several of them just don't come back from it. They they remain like you start to hear just kind of like oh, oh by the emperors um, and like other muttering. But sure enough, and again like the emperor provides, baby. Um, you hear um, like gunshots, and honestly, some of them are just like straight to the computer. Like some of them are just taking themselves out because they realize that they are abominations in the eyes of the emperor. Um, others are uh, doing the like, I am monster, fine, then be monster <laughs> thing and just like attacking and, and trying to use, uh, you know, what they've got. Um, either way, it's hugely disruptive and I've added them to the initiative order. 
Yep. He considers uh, the ones who killed themselves to be cowards who could have redeemed themselves in the eyes of the emperor but took an easy way out. He considers those God. that are slaughtering all the aliens and monsters around them to be possible heroes depending on how much damage they do before dying. <laughs> yeah, in your head, the retinue just like... The number is rapidly fluctuating. Like, they yeah. could all join. <laughs> um, <laughs> just in, in that beautiful interstellar math of if you move the right number of beads around, the emperor thinks you're cool. They need to kill a lot of fucking tyrannids, <laughs> but maybe four or five souls are going to go join the emperor in the eternal war and the warp, and he's hoping they will. And uh, I'm hoping I don't need to go to Patreon to name a million bajillion weird gods <laughs> and gants oh, no. that are just like, Part of the team now. They're all named Steve, oh. and they all just have this voice. Uh, <laughs> don't don't worry about it, because he's Valentine. So after they've killed all the other Tyranids, they need to report for summary execution. They're not actually welcome <laughs> on the team. My man. You see, again, Ryan, you're on Team Tom, and I appreciate it. Uh, this is a man who's GM Dark Heresy. He knows the score. Uh, <laughs> all right, great. Um, cool. That's a very good use of Triumph. I like it. Um that brings us to uh, Kanehurst's. Well, we've got the minions that um, have been bullying Morgan, but they're not doing anything because someone messed with their brains. Uh, and then we get uh, Kanehurst on his uh, second initiative. Um, so he is he is a little rough um, and not having uh, the best time. So. Um, yeah, all right, that's kind of dumb. Let's try that. Uh, he is going to just, like, spew, um, kind of, like, again, like, saliva, and the, the acid blood is burning off of your shield and, and everything else. Um, he's going to screech at you, and, uh, he is actually going to try and DTFO. Um, so he spreads his wings high above his head, um, just kind of, like, arcs them out. Maybe one wing angel is playing in the background. I don't fucking know. Um, stretches them out and then is basically just going to try and like kick off and um, almost like if you push off a wall in a pool and you kind of like sweep your arms mm. uh, forward. Again, he he doesn't, he's never try, like had the space to actually attempt to fly in any real way, but his body knows kind of what, what to do with those big leathery wings. Okay. Um, that said... Um, obviously because he's engaged, I want to make this complicated, uh, for him and me. Um, and so he's, he's winded beneath his wings. Oh, 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 wait. oh. Uh, I'm going to need to take a little walk, oh. get a walk here. Uh, oh, God. oh wow. man. I need a bodyguard to save me from that joke. Just carry me out through the crowd. Um, the bodyguard would help, but he's winded. <laughs> I just wish he would stop searching for Waterworld and can carry me out of this crowd. Oh my God. Uh, why didn't I save him from that tornado? It'll take um, you three advantage to activate a Costner. <laughs> well, now that he's in Yellowstone, it costs two more because he has to break contract. Yeah, but uh, for two threat, you can have Wes Bentley. Yeah, I'm going to hold out for Costner. <laughs> Behind you. Yes, that's right. This is Morgan Rolls, and I have a secret to share with you. Did you know that some of our inquisitorial band has been sent to us not from the inner workings of the Imperium, but from Patreon? 
is true, only special $25 tier patrons can create their own NPCs that will join in the cast of select shows. So what are you waiting for? You can join us if you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. That's right. Come join now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. If you think you have what it takes to survive in the grim darkness of the future. All right, so I'm going to make this um, an opposed athletics check um, between you and me, Atticus, uh, because I think it's safe to say that if the giant tyranid monster hybrid man wants to fly away, he has to get outside of collar grabbing distance. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like at this point, Atticus is the bouncer who isn't letting you walk away. <laughs> um, and again, it's not that he needs a collar, because when you got a metal fist, you could just make your own out of yeah. whatever bit you grab. So um, we're just going to roll uh, an opposed athletics check. So the interesting thing here is we don't actually need difficulty because we're rolling, we're each just rolling, rolling for max successes. Is I believe opposed checks. Laura, you just read the rule book though, so you want to prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I zoned out. The other way you could do the other way you could do an opposed check is if you want to use uh, one like Kanehurst rolls all his stats as the good ones and you take all of Atticus's and you just make those the difficulty. So like yeah, then you can do it in one roll. Yeah, um, let's do that. I prefer you rolling dice than me because it's more fun that way. So we're gonna use Kanehurst as the uh, the opposing force here. So okay. Tyler be uh, although you know what. Ryan, I think that is the, the faster way to do it. I actually want to do it this other way, only because Kanehurst's stats are so fucked that he wins if we do it that way. I ain't arguing oh, okay. with you, baby. You do what you got to do. You're, yeah. you're God. Uh, I'm just some No, guy. no, no. It's, it's a good... I, nine <laughs> times out of ten, I would take it. Just knowing Kanehurst's stats, that, that feels like me just breaking the deck in my favor. Because uh, it would be uh, three red and three purple, which I think is probably too many to succeed against in any... I mean, what, what are you rolling for weather. athletics brawn there, Atticus? Uh, two yellow, four green. Oh, broken. fuck me. Never mind. All right. Back to it. Yeah. I was going to say, Atticus <laughs> is the one guy who can do this. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You know, that, that's what I get for, for thinking that there wasn't a giant metal fist coming for, for this big, bad, evil guy. All right, buddy. So in that case, yeah, three red, three purple um, in opposition to you. I'm definitely spending a story point. So that'll me be four too. red. All right. Uh Four red, two purple. Um, I believe, Ryan, did you send? No, you didn't have any. No, I didn't have any this round. No advantage has been handed forward. So we're just we're just floating now. We're we're on our on our own. On my previous turn, I handed one forward, but I think he burned it on the previous check, or did he not? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of checks, so yeah, I can't um, remember. It got used. It got used yeah. up. We all felt it advantageous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Atticus, I'm going to give you a setback for the acid blood problem. Uh, he is, because you've been punching him so much, you're just slowly cracking that egg. He is uh, he is slick with acid blood. Um, you're both winded, so that cancels each other out. 
Um, oh, Tom, I did take another three wounds off of Valentine for the acid that he has oh, not removed. I just wanted to be yes, clear. Thank you. I'm, I'm playing fair. That. You're you're very kind. Um, okay, yeah, I think that's that's it from my end. Um, you know what? I'll give you one boost as well, Tyler, because I think he is having trouble flying before. With the amount of holes that are in him now, it is like and missing a, a lung. I feel like he's. It's worse. You know, it's running with a stitch. It's not it's not a, a great a great experience for him. So I think okay. that's it. This is the most dice I've ever rolled. <laughs> it all shakes out to one threat. Everything <laughs> everything got canceled out except for one extra threat. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> I rolled three yellow and three green against four red and two purple, plus a boost, plus a setback. (laughs) Okay. And it all shakes out to one threat. Wow, 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 wow. All right, so that threat's going to turn into a boost carried forward um, to one of you. One of the bad guys. If I'm rolling, the threat should be... (laughs) No, 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 but it's... uh, Kanehurst is failing to escape, so I'm taking that threat as... Oh, I see what you mean. If I'm rolling and applying my stats. So, yes, so I'll pass, I'll pass the, yes, you're right. Thank you. I will pass one boost on um, to him because he's the only one in his initiative. (laughs) So that's fine. He'll see that in a few (laughs) turns. Uh, However, he goes to like bat and then just wheezes against the pain of the lung. Um, And uh, Atticus, you just reach forward and grab him by the tongue like it's a tie and just crank him back up. I think it's like forehead to forehead um, through your cracked glasses and gored visage. Uh, what do you say to him as you pull him in? Where the bloody hell do you think you're going? Oh! Um, all right, Yay! Atticus, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <right>. him up. <laughs> I don't think I went this round, but that's okay. That's true. Eli, you did not go this round. Okay, let's take a break then and do Eli. Hey, Eli, get ready to run. <laughs> Uh, right. <laughs> I need uh, an athletics check from you, run. please, to assume so, you want to get back in back in. Yeah, that I'm going to use my maneuver to stand up. <laughs> so I can use a maneuver to move a range band, but can I use an action to like try to get back to the Yeah, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. Uh, so I need athletics from you, please, as you, you just t- take a mad dash. Sweet. Um, it's going to be difficulty two only because you have to get over a lot of broken, like nice, calm, yep. serenity garden terrain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to give you a boost because <laughs> there's a fuckload of Tyranids behind you and if there's a man in this team who hates Tyranids and doesn't <laughs> want to be there for that yep. it you <laughs> okay that's perfect I, 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 unless there's anything else I'm just going to roll uh, I'm going to take that one floating threat that we didn't know what to yep. do with and apply it to this roll setback so, one setback yep cool alright I'm rolling give her uh, one triumph Look at me go. Oh, hey now. Um, all right. So you um, you obviously succeed in, in closing the distance. Um, with your triumph. I have a pitch for you unless you have something specific. Please. Um, I'm going to say uh, similar to uh, Midnight Mass and or some of the Game of Thrones nasty situations. Just come in with the axe and it's just like running in. It's just a leaping slash into the back of the um, one of the wings. 
and you just split it down the middle. So it's it. it's flappy and ragged now. Um, and given how bad he was at the hop jump flaps before, no majestic soaring for <laughs> for dear sweet Kanehurst. Um, Perfect. Uh, what does Eli say as he, he lands back in in the fray? <laughs> I am not disappointed. Uh, amazing. Atticus, you've grabbed him by the tongue, pulled him in. Um, you hear a squelch and you see just like, a, here's Johnny of uh, Eli coming through the wing. Um, and uh, you you can almost feel the, sh- the tide of, of combat shift uh, as you, you pull him forward. What do you do? Uh I uh, uh, I grabbed his tongue that was kind of lolling out of his head mm-hmm. uh, with my power fist, uh, grabbed it, kind of wound it around to get a grip, and I yanked him towards me. Mm-hmm. And now by pulling him and him coming closer, there's slack, which allows me to kind of punch forward <laughs> again. So I'm basically, uh, it was like a dumb little game that like a child would play with a balloon of just like pulling the string and punching the balloon as it comes at you. And then... <laughs> Yeah, it's just a yeah. paddle and ball game. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, let's 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 get that paddle and ball going. Atticus is just muttering to himself, "Stop hitting yourself over and over." <laughs> yeah. Stop licking yourself. <laughs> got the tongue. Uh, I have my dice ready to go, but I need to know what the difficulty stuff is. Yeah, so it's the usual two red, upgrade to a purple, spend a story point, so three red. Um, okay. I will spend a story point as well. Yep, yep, fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually don't have anything else for him on this this front, oh, I don't think. stupendous. Um, yeah, so. All right. Think, uh, yeah, I think that's just is what it is. Well, then hopefully this is really going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, one triumph, one success, one advantage. <gasps> a little bit of everything. Hello. All the time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, how much, uh, dare I ask, how much damage? That'll be 19. 19. All right. And it's uh, breach two. All right, so uh, Atticus, you crank back and again, like paddle balloon, punch through and you feel him give way. Like the face inverts around your fist um, and you hear carapace crunch and crack uh, as you just like, again, it's one of those things where it's like it you punched, the, the egg metaphor is unfortunately very apt, <laughs> punch through the shell of an egg into the squishy bits in the middle um, and you feel the whole body kind of tense around you um, the uh, the mandibles open wide, um, and the uh, the Carnifex face screeches uh, into you, and it's the voice is picked up by the remaining kind of like controlled hive mind creatures, but it's it's one of like agony and and rage. Um, he's still up, uh, but okay. After caving in like the he the Canehurst face, uh, yep. Atticus looks up and levels a finger at the Carnifex face and says, "You're next." <laughs> what do you want to do with your triumph? Uh, whoa, yeah, that's a good question. Um, Punch the Carnifex face. <laughs> <laughs> Speed bag. <laughs> pull the jaw off the Carnifex now. <laughs> Punch him with your human hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just so petty. Your hand <laughs> cracks, but worthwhile. Yeah. Um, gosh, I am all out of... It's just a knockout, like knockdown drag out slugfest that I don't really know what kind of fancy stuff to do with these triumphs. I'm glad I'm getting them. But uh, well, any suggestions, I'm I'm open. Yeah. To. Also, you can you can affect the environment with them as well, right? So, um, I would be happy to entertain things like um, if you want to spend it on like Kotov closes a door and slows the tide behind you. We could do something like that. Um, you could Kotov uh, blocks the hole where Cora went down. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two. There's two doors to the the bridge. Oh. So basically, he can stop up one of the two doors and and reduce the the flow. You'll still have to punch a lot. Yeah, of I guess I always think about triumphs in terms of like how my character can affect things, but it can be just things going on in the scene, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's written as the, like, you shoot the control panel and the thing goes. But I think in the same way, like, you can spend story points, similar to how we spend stress points in Dum Dums and Dragons, where you can just be like, uh, I need a plot point to exist. So, like, behold. Um, and you can, I like, I like to view Triumphs and Despairs kind of on that level. So, like, one of the options I thought of for uh, the despair we applied to Eli being thrown across the room was, like, well, what if he tears off Atticus's shield? Like, technically, it's... Eli's despair, but it's despair for your party. Okay. Um, so I'd be happy again. Like, also you have NPCs with you, right? And like, I'm not rolling for Kotov. No. So if you want to try and affect the world around you, in this case, I think that'd Could. be good. But Ryan just threw his hand. I got a crazy pitch. I got a crazy pitch. What if Morgan's captain friend has been freed and is leading some of the other hybrids against the Tyranids? Freed is a very strong term, but sure. Okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> just like, just like they battled for control enough that they're yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, some no, of the old I like that. crew. I like that. I like that in, in like a disrupt them enough that Eli can get away. I could buy like that specific person got through. Or he can close a door. They're both equally narratively satisfying <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> That's pretty cool, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with that door. Well, yeah, maybe uh, it makes that Star Trek noise. The door closes oh, yeah. and crushes the captain. Uh, <laughs> just kills a group of NPCs you haven't met yet, but would have loved. You yeah. know, they're just... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm down with uh, the, the captain uh, kind of yeah. resuming her leadership role. Okay. Her charisma shining through her horrific appearance. Um, so the, the figure staggering forward, um, just like, uh, looks, uh, looks at you, Morgan, um, and just kind of like has one of those moments of like, you know, the, the monster in the movie kind of lurking in the shadows, like heavily breathing, and then just turns around and staggers forward, punching an arm, like an arm scythe, uh, through the head of the nearest, uh, thing, um, and just yells, get away from her and just starts like slash wandering back back the way she came um into the darkness and um you can hear kind of like um screams of uh of combat uh from from in there and we'll say that like uh Rawls and whoever she manages to get on side um begin a, a melee in there so uh good news is you don't need to worry about your back is i think a way we'll we'll say that Yep. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. Um, 
We have the second freed mob. What do they do? <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Empress blessings be upon you as well. Uh, <laughs> so they uh, they turn on Kanehurst. <laughs> yeah! Finally, yes. best fight ever. <laughs> um, so oh, you no. you hear um, uh, as as uh, you know the fist goes through and squelches. Um, there's almost just like a shudder uh, from some of these these nearby creatures and as they look up only really Eli would I think clock this but like the problem with making hybrids is sometimes that old human brain really does the trick but sometimes the tyranid brain is very much what's in in play and you watch as uh some of the gaunts and organs it's a real slag tight slag situation we've been over this uh stabby stabby boys um drop <laughs> into that um sort of horrible hunched over um, uh, sort of stance uh, that they traditionally take and immediately just start leaping at him. Um, it's almost like watching raptors leap at something. It's just like up on the wings, up on the back. Um, and he's got his like little human hands and like smaller um, tyranid scythes like slashing at them, but uh, there are a bunch of them. So let's see. Let's see how they do. So we get, this is so ridiculous. I hate rolling against myself in this game so very, very much. Um, all right, I'm going to spend a story point to jack them up, but I'm also going to spend a story point to jack him up. So that means you have one. zero story points now. Uh, I'm spending one of yours to jack I, I them know, up. I know, I know. Okay, so... Right now, I'm at three and three and three and three, uh, which seems mm. appropriate. Let's uh, with Atticus still hanging onto his tongue. Would that be a setback for Kanehurst? I mean, that's kind of flavory, but you know, I'll buy it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's his tongue. It's all flavor. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> the flavor of Power Fist, <laughs> uh, which just sounds like a shitty Gatorade flavor, you know? Power Fist. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Oh, no. The mob does terribly. Uh-oh. Just terribly. Uh, six it's failure, four advantage, one triumph. Uh, so they are decimated by, by Kanehurst uh, just going to town on them. It's really I brought you into this world will take you out situation. <laughs> There's a lot of like weird, cool John Wick shit where like a human arm wraps around a neck and like snaps it. Um, but in <laughs> I the... don't know why. I just imagined the Octo Mom fighting eight toddlers. It's <laughs> 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 gonna balance the scales. Yeah. Um, but uh, in doing so, we'll say the triumph is uh, as they continue to jump up, the other wing snaps in half uh, like a broken mast. Um, as they they kind of just with their bodies and their slashing uh, talons drag it down, um, and um, with a just a, a mighty screech, um, he brings one of his like smaller scythe arms uh, across the joint um, and like shrugs it off like a like a, a cape, um, and the uh, the wing crashes to the ground, uh, but he is now very very much landlocked. Um, 
What a ridiculous, ridiculous turn. <laughs> uh, top of the round. Um, let's, let's see how Cora's doing downstairs, shall we? <laughs> okay. The answer is one threat, one despair. Uh, Cora's gun um, ceases its reports. Um, you're, you you can't hear over over the swell of combat. You're not sure what's going on down there. Um, Toby. 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 Morgan, any distraction you may have had uh, from the surprise reappearance of Rawls is is washed away as you watch your, your captain fight for you one last time. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, and I think. Morgan was very disturbed and distracted by that, but both the turn of it, her turning back to go fight and also, honestly, Valentine talking to her because it's been 13 years since she saw Rawls Varn and she is used to listening to Valentine now. So him telling her to focus down, it's like, all right, snapping back to normal. Yeah, it's also not like she like came out of the darkness and was like, join us. We're a wonderful collective. It was like, ah! Which is an easier an easier thing to walk away from, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like a spooky nightmare happening yeah, while cool. all of the mm. rest of this horribleness is happening. This will be fine. It's, it's good. Okay. So if I'm doing tech use for Toby again? Yep. Okay. And what's the difficulty? Uh, it is two difficulty based on okay. how close the ship now is. Okay. Um, and you get your boost from Valentine covering you. Yes. And I get a boost because of my impulse unit in yep. my head. Okay. Uh, I, think, I guess I'm just going to roll it. Soon. Oh, uh, Dale, you can take two additional boosts from the mob rolling a bunch of advantage amongst its many, many failures. Great. Weirdly. All right. I will definitely take that. All right. We are going to trying to trying to contact that Toby amongst the madness. Mm <laughs> hmm. Three advantages. That's it. Okay. Just, oh, so much interference. <laughs> um, as though on cue, um, you hear a, a, a rumbling um, snap deep in the ship, uh, loud enough that the the entire uh, sort of floor around you begins to bend a little bit, uh, and you just hear Kotop being like, "Oh, not good, not good, not good," because um, you know maybe you didn't know. And he needed to tell you um, just so that everyone was on the same page about the goodness of the situation. Um, okay, so no love for Toby. Uh, top of the round is Kane Hurst. <laughs> what is left of Kane Hurst? Um, you know, you try and leave, you can't. There's really only one option left, uh, and that is to try and eat the small, angry man who keeps hurting you. So um, with what is probably his final action, um, the jaws go wide and it's just a full on like Wah! alien lean up and, and down. He's just trying to trying to just snap you in half. He will fail. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, your defense is two. Yep. So we got two setback. We've got... Uh, so we got a bunch of those. I'm spending story points. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I'll so spend we one too. Fucking <laughs> etiquette, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might. Um Okay, so we got three yellow, three green, one red, one purple, two black. 
Let's see how it goes. Oof. Uh, so that is uh, three success, two advantage, and one triumph. Uh, so uh. he'll come down on you, um, Atticus. Uh, he deals 14 points of damage. However, it is Pierce 3. Um, okay. I'm going to spend the advantage to activate the critical. So we'll roll on that. It is uh, crit 2, vicious 3, so that's going to get a bit ugly. Um, let's do it with that, and then I'll figure out what the triumph is, because, you know, right. big, old, big old moment here. Uh, so... Rolling on our big old roll of D100. You've already taken uh, a critical, which I believe makes this a little bit worse. I think that adds 10 adds automatically. 10. So we're going to so add you'll 30. Be plus plus 40. 40 if it was plus 40. Yeah. Vicious 3. Yeah. All right. If it's 84 again, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> it almost was. If it was 30, it would have been, and I I would have uh, hated that. Um, okay, so um, I rolled a 55. Uh, we're adding 40, which makes it a 95. Um, yes. Uh, so you are at the brink. Uh, you suffer two strain each time you perform an action until the critical injury is healed. All right. Um, at the brink sounds about right. Um, I have incurred 18 out of 19 potential oh, Holy shit. Um, all right. So the jaws just like crunch down um, on you. Um, you know, you feel the, the shield and the arm kind of get pinned against you. Um, as uh, this thing just throws everything it's got into into crushing you, um, and you kind of like strain back against the uh, the mouth as uh, as Kanehurst tries to to end you. Um, and then we've got the triumph. Hmm. Okay. So Kanehurst is you know teeth deep in in Atticus, uh, trying to crunch him. Atticus has a fist like. In like Kali Mod through <laughs> Kanehurst's chest, um, Valentine, you know, is is continuing to fire away in, in the background. Um, Eli is just like going to town, hacking at the wing. Um, a bunch of uh, dead hybrids falling off to one side. We've got um, Morgan's captain fighting off in another room. Cora possibly alive, possibly dead below deck. Uh, we've got. Um, uh, Kotov very helpfully hit, hiding behind a box. Hmm. Um, Morgan trying to control Toby, um, and uh, as you know, the the acid blood leaks out of Kanehurst, um, and uh, things seem to go horribly awry. Uh, you know, uh, fuck it. I'm going to spend my triumph uh, to split the ship in half. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra at E.L. Hamstring on Twitter as Eli Sharp, Del Borovic at Del Tastic on Twitter as Morgan Rawls, 
and our game master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Are they Imperator and death to all the heretics? Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sine. That's a geometric waveform or arc that rises and falls. And a new Canadian TTRPG and podcast inspired by that almost soothing mathematical motion. Let me show you. The action begins to rise as powerful strangers in a ruined yet vibrant world band together. If you run north, they will chase you. I suggest you stand behind me. Partner, I'd rather stand beside you if you're willing to help. Tension continues to mount higher as our characters must push themselves beyond their usual limits. As I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm gonna say to Sarah, sometimes you gotta make tough decisions. I'm driving now. And it peaks as a danger and excitement hits its zenith, leading to great failure or success. Fenriel would be just fire at this point. She straight up might die. Like, this encounter might murder you. You know what? You lit me on fire. We're going to be on fire, baby. And this tension relaxes. The tragedy, but more often humor, that comes with great pals being around a virtual table playing a game. Discover Sign on your favorite podcast player. S-I-N-E. Choices of the characters are theirs to make, but the fate of the world is up to the dice.